How you guys doing? We do want to mention our um, 
Queen Mother For Real platform. Uh, it is the productions that we work with. The late Ia Awafolo. She is the founder, and we continue to thank her for allowing us this platform to share with you. The production is now operated by Imani Dawson and Kenneth Jones. Okay, and by the way, Kenneth, if you're out there, um, we're trying to contact you. It looks like you called us, um, but I'm unable to get back with you. So um, if you could please give us a call and let us know uh, what's going on. You can hit me on my cell phone. Um, but anyway, there I want to I want to talk about first what you would like to address. I, I, I want to complete the open first. Okay, well let me jump into that. Okay, well let me do that. Okay. The foundation of this show is based on the book The Superior Power in Black America, written by Daryl D. Freeman. There are three major points that this book discusses. There are self-help and self-sufficiency and the fact that the black community has the ability to eliminate resources such as food stamps, general assistance, and government handouts. This book also discusses the need for unity, like today. That's right. Self-love and pride in our black culture. That's what we talk about when we talk about unity, having some self-love. We must study African history in order to draw from the power within our heritage. See, it's not about African-American history. It's about African history. It's We're African. African. We're African first. Okay. Also, we became American. That's right. Now, a lot of us were born in America. That makes us African-American. But our heritage African is African. cultural stuff. Cultural differences things. that we have to, you know. We're also, uh, also gaining knowledge of the importance of what our productivity and spending contributes to in our economy. The only way of controlling our, our wealth is by becoming informed of how we spend and where we spend. Our wealth must, and we say must, benefit us. This book has also developed into a movement. Um, we actually called it in the beginning the betterment of self, uh, but it is our T-SPEBA organization that, that, that is spearheading it. So this is where black people can join and build wealth in unity. And you you can go to uh com and sign up today. It's free right now. You know, they're, they're, right now we're trying to get our members together and get enough people so that we can go ahead and, and make this movement. Make some differences in, in, in America. See, Americans only understand capitalism. And so when you're not begging for help from others and you are maintaining your own and you have your own financial base, you can you could call for your own you could you can call for your own laws in many cases cause, cases because you can purchase the legislators that will write those laws just like everybody else do. Does. Okay, just like everybody else does. We could also have a dog in the fight. Right now, we have no dog in the fight. And, and you know what we are? We're being slaughtered in the streets because we actually have no dog in the fight. We don't have a financial base. Yeah, and that's true. Um, <clears throat> you know, before we get on the subject of gun violence, um, mm-hmm. I still kind of want to reach out to Go our ahead. producers and, and, uh, and find out what's going on. So, Imani, if you're there as well, give us a call. What's this? Um, that was from Kenneth's phone. Okay, let's call So we, we, it won't do it. It's unavailable. 
So if you could give us a call back, Imani, we'd like to speak with either you or Kenneth and find out what indeed is going on here. So we're going to continue our show, and we're going to discuss this gun violence in America, continued gun violence, because, see, you know what, this is not, and you all know, it's not the first time that this has happened. Um, first thing I want to talk about is what I noticed when I was looking at these these videos. I even have one, uh, and you can look it up on YouTube, out of Lubbock. It was around June 29th when a young man was in front of a Whataburger, alongside of a Whataburger. Mm. Go ahead. Just finish what you're saying. Uh, alongside of a Whataburger. And... <clears throat> And um, they, he was in his pickup truck with his son. Now, he had been in an altercation with an, a young man. And when he was in this altercation with him, I guess the young man started it, um, and he decided, you know what, I'm going to get you back, and he hit him back. Well, they called the police on him. And when they called the police on him, the police came. They chased him in front of his baby in this pickup truck, pulled him out, continued to tase him, and then began to beat him violently. There was a young lady taping this, and she was of Hispanic descent. You could kind of tell. And as far as her name on Facebook is there, uh, and it's, it's, it's loud and clear, it's spelled out. But she also uh, uh, was was taping this, and he was saying, please, somebody make sure that you tape it. And... Uh, for what we know, uh, we don't know what happened after that, but we do know that they tased him. I, as far as I know, he wasn't killed. But that moved me. And then this morning with the entire, I had actually posted the Minnesota thing yesterday on my page. And this morning I saw the attention that it had been getting. And so I, I was really kind of amazed at it, what's really going on here. Not, no, I'm not amazed. I'm, I'm not shocked at all, but I can tell you that we're all hurting pretty bad for it. I did notice something, though. I noticed the targets. They're not stopping people of a higher class, African-American descent. They're not stopping even really uh, upper middle class African American. They're they're actually targeting the demographics of our lower income, of those people that they feel don't have the what, representation. the representation that they need. They can get away with. It. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Be, and, and, and that's because they're getting away with it. No, no conviction. No conviction. No, uh-huh. Freddie, Freddie. No conviction. Uh, none of them. They just, they just didn't have a, the, no no convictions in any of these. Daryl. In those areas. Garner, none of them. They just, no, no convictions. No convictions. But in those areas, there are police departments that have systemic cultural issues in those areas. In the impoverished black neighborhoods, then they put, the police departments are, they are trained to treat black men with an exceptional amount of uh, aggression. And it is stemmed from, mm-hmm. they fear black men. But I want to read this. I want to read this as as we go on. I do want to read this because this is our this is our first topic. So mm-hmm. listen to me, Kat. Continued gun violence in America without any positive movement from the GOP is disgraceful. Uh, grand old party, the Republicans, by the way. They hold the House 
of Representatives, and they hold the Senate. And so they're supposed to write laws that is going to be able to curtail some of this violence, but they won't. Okay? So it seems, for me now, it seems that they are not moving toward arresting the root cause of gun violence because the tragic outcome has not satisfied their purpose. Now, that's a huge statement you'd have to think about when I'm saying. Okay? So, uh, did America truly vote these people into office? If we did, then Donald Trump and the murderous police officers, killers of black men, women, and children, and the days that we are living in are the chickens coming home to roost. If we put them in office, then this is what we get. It seems it does not matter how many homicides in our inner city streets are committed either by ordinary citizens or by police, nor does it matter how many innocent children in our unguarded schools are slaughtered. What the American majority wants, the GOP fears, and the GOP fears, is the fear that they created themselves. The very fear that was created by them, that's what they fear. What the American, okay, so uh, what that means is, the people who are proclaiming to rescue this country from others are the same people who create laws that feed the fear and cause others to stockpile weapons and ammunition in order to protect themselves from the very fear they themselves create. That someone has more guns and will take their country from them. That is the fear that they have. Those people know who they are. They already have stockpiled ammunition and guns and are ready to use them. And believe it or not, a lot of these young uh, uh, people, uh, particularly white folks, a lot of these young white folks join the police department to exercise those rights and use those guns legally, okay, even though they, are, they, have, uh, uh, they are given weapons. They still have plenty of them, trust me. One week after the horrific incident in Florida where people were killed by a person who should have never possessed a gun, not to mention an AR-15, we have another incident where officers overreact and kill a person with no probable cause. That, that happened in uh, Louisiana. After that, one day later, in a different part of the country, up in Minnesota, another young black man was murdered sitting in his car, pulled over for a broken taillight. Police are trained, and the number one rule is to de-escalate. But that process doesn't seem to take effect when it comes to people of color. It just doesn't seem to take precedence over the situation. The reason why that is is because of the very fear that they create for themselves. They fear that we're going to raise up and, and kill them somehow, but the fact is they're killing us without being prosecuted for it. Mm -hmm. And so that very fear that they think we're going to retaliate is based on the fact that they keep killing us. Yeah. And 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 who would not retaliate? Mm -hmm. After a while, Americans 
if they are oppressed long enough, they raise up. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not something that we want to see. But guess what? I believe that after all the hearings and all the court proceedings and all of that stuff, and after they find all of those officers innocent of any wrongdoing, mm-hmm. especially murder in the first degree, yeah. we need some doggone street justice. That is the American way. Understand, there needs to be a lynch mob. Now, I, I hear what everybody is saying, but if it was the other people's children, White folks would have gathered their guns. They would be standing in front of the White House with their rifles draped across their shoulders in droves, daring to be moved. Look at the Bundy guy and his crew. And guess what? Authorities did nothing to those those folks. Well, guess what? There there are quite a few of them dead there. They're not. They're not. There was only one person that died in that, and he he, he provoked that himself. But guess what? They are locked up, but it took them months and years to even react to his bogus uh, disregard for the law. You know, I was reading something today, and um, in all honesty, that's what they expect us to do. And and I'll, I'll tell you this. That, we're going to raise up on the We are not going to die in the street. Can I finish? It's gone. Can I, can I finish? I'm not the only one that feels that way. I'm not. I, that I'm, not, I'm, not saying that, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Okay, go ahead. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm just telling you that that's what is expected. Yeah, well, that that's what. It, and I'm gonna tell you. When you that, kill people, innocent people, well, you that know, is expected. Especially for those that don't listen, they they're they that is expected. Yeah. That's expected. And, and and you know what I'm not saying you know to do the opposite or whatever he's telling you know or recommending or whatever, but what I'm saying is it's what's expected, and it's going to be a lot more, a lot more, and it's going to be a lot worse if we take it to that level. Now I'm looking at St. Paul on TV right now, and and they they've all assembled. That's a good thing, but you know what people need to do? Yeah, it, it, let me let me just it, it say nothing. let me just. It does nothing. My thought. My thought is the first thing. Them officers need to be drugged okay, into court I by a chain. Okay, you know and what? they need to be beat. I'm just, they I'm need finished. to be beat. I'm I'm all right, go ahead. Make your, make your statement, baby. Go what? ahead. No. I'm, I'm, first I'm of all, this, this is, I know you're upset, but you got to calm down. Okay. Okay. So the first thing that needs to be done is this needs to be a calculated effort. Just as they have the right to bear arms, we are part of that constitution as well, and we have a right to bear arms as well. That's the first step to So, so first of all, the first thing that we should do is, is go get our gun. Go get Can I finish? Yes, ma'am. Thank go you. Ahead. Be quiet. Or right. I will walk okay. out of this studio. I'm all not right. playing with you. All right. I'm, I'm okay. First thing we should do is get concealed handgun licenses or open carry handgun licenses, whatever state oh, you're in. Uh, uh, guys, I think <laughs> we have a caller. All right, all right. Well, uh, call how you doing? How you doing, Kenneth? All right. Identify you yourself, caller. Hello, you're Hello, on the caller. air. Hi, caller. Caller, if you're there, we're trying to hear what you're saying. Go Hello? ahead. She's not answering. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So... What I'm saying is I think that we should do everything in a calculated manner, meaning the first thing that should be done is that there should be 
you know, people in droves going to get their gun licenses, okay? We should. Just like when they thought that it was going to be taken away from them from Barack Obama, we should do the same thing that they did. You have no idea how many people walked into my office trying to get applications for concealed handguns or get their background checks done, and they're still doing it. And that's one of the main things that we should do, and we should show that we're not just going to sit back, that we're doing the same thing that we're doing. See, what happens is people don't like seeing mirror images, okay? And as for those black police officers out there, well, you know what? I understand that you got a whole lot of sense and that you're not going to put yourself in the predicament they're in. But what you need to do, if you see something, say something, number one. Don't just let them beat your black brothers and sisters down in the street. You hear a call and you know you're somewhere else, so they making sure that that black man is not there answering that call. You turn your behind around in that squad car and you make sure that that stuff doesn't happen. And make sure yeah, please, justice Make happens. sure justice happens. Not murder. Because, because that, that's another thing. Black black officers, black officers are, are turning the other way. They're turning the, the other way. Now, let me just and then, you, let me help you with this. Black men and, and women and children are not afraid to die, okay? Oh, yes, they are. I'm no, afraid to die. You ain't going to kill me. Let me I'm sorry. Let me I'm afraid to die, so don't sit there and speak for yourself. We are killing each other at an alarming rate. And so the younger generation is not afraid to die. We are fighters. We are warriors. We are misguided, but we are warriors. Now, it just seems to me that people are revealing themselves uh, a parent who the fight should be taken to and not to each other. And so I say that to say this. If the people that think that uh, if we are slaughtered in the streets, that's going to give us a lot of fear and make black men bow down to every time they see an officer, no, just put your head down and get ready to get locked up in some chains. We're not living Wait like a minute, that. but see, you got to understand, they're not just walking up on on, on a Negro that's sitting there. They, they, You know, they did that with the guy in Baton Rouge, but what they're doing is they're stopping people. They're profiling them, you know. And, you can and they that, expect us but to just what? be passive. But, you know, but see, the thing is, you don't know what happened. You don't, you don't know. I'm listening to a black officer right now that's saying, well, if you get stuck and you got an open carry, uh, don't move. Well, the hold officer told to this guy, your get your ID. So when he reached for his ID, the officer shot him. Now, this fool is talking about don't move. But he was under a, 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 he was, he was under a command to move. Okay, so let me just say this. I, I'm just going to put this out there. My best bet would be not to move. <laughs> and I'll be like, you get it out. Yes, you want it? I'll be like, you want it? You get it out of my pocket. Because be I'm not, because I'm not reaching for nothing. Right. I'm not moving. You want it? You get it out of my pocket. And that, don't that be stubborn. Yeah. Don't be stubborn. Don't talk shit. Because yeah, she's sitting there videotaping you, but your ass is dead. Okay. The bottom line is, yeah, get it out of my pocket. You need it that bad? Right. Go ahead and get it. If I got a gun, let me get out. No, let me get out. You frisk me. And and whatever you need to do, right. he told him I got a gun. I also have a license. Guess save what? His life. You know what? It didn't save his, life. Save his life. But the bottom line is, the but the, the bottom line is, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that anything they're doing is correct. But I'm gonna tell you something. At the end of the day, save yourself. I, Figure out how to save yourself. They tell us about. Active gunmen coming into our office, and they give us these active gunmen shooting 
scenarios, and we're supposed to just well, well, what stand there and 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 plead or what? You know, no. What do you do? What do you do? Do you run? No, don't run. Don't turn your back. No, what you do is you get get out of there the best way you can. Have an exit plan. Have an exit strategy. And if, if it ain't running, if you can't run, if you got to stand there, and if it's a police officer, let them frisk you. Hold your hands up. Hey, do what you need to do. Do what you need to do until this shit gets straightened out. But do what you need to do. Just don't kill me. Because I'd rather see my family at the end of the day and not be in a cat. That hasn't stopped the killing. Well, let me ask you something. In how many instances, and you know how strong black men are, and I'm not saying they should be subdued. In all these instances, have you ever heard a black man or a woman shut the hell up? Sandra Bland did not. Honey, so I'm just saying. There were two people to answer your question. Yes, there were two people actually running for their lives. They no, didn't just I shut know. up. They they shut up and were trying to get the hell off the scene because okay. they was doing nothing. But they I'm had not, no reason I'm to be saying, and they were running for their lives. I'm not talking about those people. I'm not talking about those people. See, because I'm gonna tell you, it's just like a fight. You know. I'll, I'll do what I got to do, and, yeah, I'm going to stay alive. But I'm, look, whatever it takes, I'm going to stay alive. You know, I'm going to talk to you. When I, I remember growing up, it was, you know, let me just give you an example. Someone pulled a gun on me, got me, took me from my back door, shoved me in the back of that car. I got it. This is a real story, This is a real story. He had a gun in my back. Make it clear. And the police stopped us. These dumbasses didn't realize that I was looking like I was in distress. Come help me. I couldn't give them the eyeball. The guy told me if I said or did anything, they would kill me. Do you think I screamed? No. Do you think I got out of that situation? Yes, by not screaming, by not acting a fool. And I did get out of that situation. God was with you. God was with me. It could have gone any other way. But I can tell you this. If you, you gotta, if you're facing the barrel of a gun, please remember those people that love you. If they tell you to get out the car, just watch the video where a young man wouldn't even get out the car. Just get out the car. They're going to pull you out and save you anyway. Get out. Get out and get on the Get ground. out. Get on the ground. Put your yeah. hands behind your back. And, and let them know I'm not resisting in any way. Right. Just, whether they right, whether they wrong, I don't care. They, you got if they, family. If they hit you, let them hit you. Take the leg and just, just stay down. Be, and then, uh, and then get, prepare. Get the number. And then after it's all over with. Prepare, you your, prepare home, for that fight, baby. Put a hit out on that post. You know. No, what you do is. Excuse my expression. Go, go, no, go after that's, him. No, that's when you... After it's over with, you fight, he needs some street justice. Fight, no, he needs to understand that he can't just do anybody like you know that. What? At and some point, he's going to have to pay for You know what? You know that's, that's invoking violence. I'm sorry. And I'm going to tell you something. We have violence. But guess what? You're going to have a whole lot more with that kind of attitude. We have violence. You're going to have a lot more. It don't make no sense. I, I, I am. You I, invoking, I'm a radical. I believe an eye for an eye. That's what is in the Bible. The Bible says if you take a life, you forfeit your own. Now, if you take a life innocently... Then you need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. You are not supposed to be hidden by the law, especially when you know you're wrong, and 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 all America can see it. Okay, so let me ask you something. 
Mm-hmm. You got Donald Trump saying dumb crap to people out there, and they falling for it, believing it, want to hear it, because that's the kind of world they want to live in. And he feels like he's right, exactly. and they feel like they're right to get in our faces. And they and you see a lot of them with that kind of hate. And then you got us being killed, being shot down, being beat down in the middle of the street. And being passed. Okay, and, and no, I'm not saying being passed because ain't nobody in them cars. Them young men were not being passed. We ain't going to let not, you talk about no. until one of their folks is laying down in the club. And guess what? Uh, and, and our people will be in when jail. When they feel that they they understand what we're going through. And they will be filling the jail. For giving sure. us the death penalty and every day gone thing out. Either that or I'm sorry. America will wake up. All right, America so will wake up. I got to get off this topic because I'm too heated about it, but I do want to read some statistics that we that I pulled. So this is a uh, this is an article by the uh, it's a it's the the mission. This is what it's called. Gun and and what they do is they create gun violence archives. It's it's uh, called GVA. Uh, it's not for profit corporation formed in 2013 to provide free online public access to accurate information about gun-related violence in the United States. GVA will collect and check for accuracy comprehensive information about gun-related violence in the U.S. and then post and disseminate it online. So here's the the statistics. Uh, Total number of incidents so far. In 2016, 26,863 deaths, six, these are gun violence incidences, deaths, 6,949, injuries, 14,322, children, 3211, killed or injured, 302, teens, 12 to 17, killed or injured, 1,500, mass shootings, 175. Officer-involved incidents or officers shot or killed, 165 adults. Officer-involved incidents, perpetrator shot or killed, 934. Home invasions. Now, this is because the gun laws are what they are. Everybody can get one. Home invasions, 1,130. Defensive use. People defending themselves, 827 cases. Accidental shootings, 1,143. Okay, can I say something? Yeah. And in no way, I am not a sympathizer at all with terrorism. So for those of you listening, understand that this is my disclaimer. I am not sympathizing with ISIS or anybody else, but I'm going to say something. If you wonder in the back of your mind just why these radicals are doing what they're doing, it's because, in their mind, they feel as if, in their lives, America has stepped on their toes and butt their nose all up in their business. And pretty much they have. And so, they feel as if Americans, quote-unquote, hate them. And they don't feel too good about Americans. Now, why do you think it is that they're going around killing Americans? Because 
of the Muslim issue, right? Lisa because of what's being said. Right, it had nothing to do with Terry. Right, Americans right. So, so what I, but I'm, I'm getting somewhere with this. Okay. So, so, so check this out. So we feel a certain way about these quote-unquote American police officers. And we and people and, killing and, and, up and each people, other. And people killing us, going into our neighborhoods, providing the guns so that we're killing each other. Yes. So not only are they killing us, but they're giving us what we need to kill each other. Right, exactly. Okay? It is and, 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 and their families being destroyed and disrupted. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is a form of genocide. Mm-hmm. So if African Americans rose up, Mm-hmm. And decided to do the same exact thing as those terrorists. Stop the killing. And stop that killing, and let them know we're not standing for we're it. Not put I up get, with that. I get what Daryl is saying. I understand what we're he's saying. But I will say this: this is what it means. And I've heard too much today. So many black folks in my job. So many people on the street, Hispanics. They're all saying the same thing that it's got to stop and it's getting ready to stop. And they said it's coming to a head. And a lot of people know it's coming to a head. And and they, they got, some people have real eerie, crazy feelings about it. Some of them don't. Some of them feel it as strong as my husband. But what I noticed was, I noticed that when, when we were talking about it in the lunchroom, the white boy was standing there looking at, staring at, standing up, looking at a TV. He's one of the biggest races in our office. And he was looking at the TV and the TV had, the wild, wild west on there. He was looking at one of those old, old westerns. And I said, yeah, this isn't the wild, wild west. We're not, we're not getting ready to get shot down, hung, or anything else. We're not strange or forbidden fruit. So we're not low-hanging fruit either. So this is the deal. It's got to stop. So and he just stood there with his back. Disengaged. So, disengaged so understand, understand what we're talking about. We're talking about culture here. And and understand something else. I don't know what white person to fear. Any white person that I see, I'm thinking, is he one of those? Now, let me tell you what the disparity is about that. They feel the same way. They feel like, is this black person mad enough because we didn't stepped on them so long and we didn't killed them up so long? Is this the one that's going to be irate? So that creates a fear in the very white person that I'm looking at saying, is he one of them? Okay, so you know what? <clears throat> this is how it affects us outside of the places like St. Paul and outside of the places like Chicago. And this is why I say it's got to give, but it has to give in a different way. There are professionals that have degrees, that have families and lives, and they, they've been doing fine. But then there are people that are out there trying to find jobs, making honest living, and they still got to sit around that table and interview with those quote-unquote white people. And I'm going to t- and, and tell you, I don't want them looking at me like that, and I don't want them, I don't want to look at them that way. Because not, and, and like, like someone put on my page, not everybody that's white is a racist. Just like not everybody that's black is a is a racist either. I mean, we're all people. We're humans. We're the human race. Honey, and it would be nice. It would be it would be nice, but it's gonna come to a head. Huh? But see, Monique, that if if everybody thought that way, 
that would be great. But everybody don't think that way. And we live in a society now where, especially in the United States, for the past eight years, a black man has been head of state. They hated that. They hated that. I mean, Congress, Senate, the rest. I mean, they formed a new party called the Tea Party. Their only mission was to make our president look bad. Yeah, that was the only mission. That was the only mission. For everyone to feel that, and let me tell you something, even 2016, even 2016, with all this media technology and the advancement of Africans in America, they still look at us in a negative manner, in a collective. It's fair, You say not every white person is a racist. No, not every white person. But most of them are prejudiced towards us. They have their prejudice. All you got to do is just look at the media, the, the TV, even on the news. Tell look me, at the people that's voting for Donald Trump. In America, if you look at the average news in America, tell me what positive image of the black man do you see? Yeah. How, how many people are voting for Donald Trump? Well, maybe we you know what? I, uh, the way I feel today, maybe Donald Trump should be president, and maybe that will wake us up. Maybe that will motivate us. Maybe that will encourage us to start doing something. Now, I was talking to two young black cops today. Looked like they were 25, 26 years old. They are even tired of this because in the cafeteria, they got this big spring, uh, big TV screen. And it had ESP on it. They had this brother from the NFL, and his sister asked, asked him, well, what are the black players going to do in the NFL about this? What are the black athletes going to do today? I mean, they do. And, and let me tell you, it, 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 I mean, all this marching and rallies and protests is for the birds. We got to beat them that by the mind. By the mind. Economic boycott. It's the only thing they understand. You hit them in the pockets. They want that's that's number one. They want, but we also need to protect ourselves, Ken. We also need to uh, exercise our rights. There's 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 a difference between between protecting our property and ourselves and going on the offense and start just uh, 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 making mayhem all over the place because. They got laws now. If you speak against any law enforcement or if you are encouraging people to riot, whatever, they could label you as a terrorist. They could label you as a terrorist. I mean, they got these laws now that we don't know about, man. They'll be knocking on our door with the FBI and sinners someplace that will never see society again. We'll be all underground whatnot. So we got to use our thinking. We got to use our mentality of how to defeat this piece. And when I, say I agree piece, with that, Ken. I'm not talking about the white man. When I say the beast, I'm talking about law enforcement, government agencies, uh, uh, the, 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 this government, the, this, uh, the, the, structure, the, the structure they have in place to keep black folks down, black and brown. So, so what I'm saying is, you know, I was, I, I think they really don't look at us as part of the human race. 
You know, they look at it as You have a caller. You have a caller. All right, put him through. Carl, you're, you're on the air. Good evening. Hello. How are you guys? Good evening. How Good are evening. you? Good evening. Thank you for calling in. Who can I say is calling? Um, my name is Keisha Thomas. Hey, Miss Thomas, how are you today? Well. I'm, I'm making it. I'm making it. I've had better days. My heart has had better days. What you think about our topic? Um, that's truly one of the reasons. One of one of the important reasons um, that my heart has had better days. I think that this is a message an ongoing message for us, and it's just not getting across. Well, it's not getting across to law enforcement, that's for sure. It's not getting across to to us as well. You, you know, I... Make your this point. Is an emotional, this is an emotional issue. Okay. But what I, what I truly believe is it's bigger than just the officers and the people. And it's, it's something that we have to accept, change, and take amongst ourselves to make a change. We can't cultural. expect them to change. It is we systemic. can't expect them to change our situation <laughs> at, all. at all. So guess what? The shop owner that owned the store that the young man was sitting in front of said that Alton was his friend. And when he saw the police pull up, he knew that if anything happened, they were going to come and destroy that tape that he had in his uh, office from his store. Sure enough, when it was but all they, over, they, wait, wait, they questioned him for three to four hours, but guess what he did? He, he taped it on his iPhone, and that's a video that everybody's seeing. He wanted the world to know what happened to his friend. And you see what but I'm saying? I, but I, want, I do, I do. But what I want our people to understand is it's so many mixed stories with the media because the same owner that we're referring to is saying that our friend Austin um, resisted to, 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 to stop. He resisted to stop and that he was tased twice. Now, this is what tased twice. This is what they're saying that the owner of the store said. It's well, totally no, that, a different that, story. This is actually and this the, is what I'm I want our people to understand. You can't believe one story, all story. You, 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 have, you have to believe that unless we were there, we don't know. His life was taken premeditarily. It shouldn't have been taken. They should have talked it down. They should have deceased. They should have decreased the, the violence. It's on video. You can believe what you see on video. Yeah, it is. Exactly. I know, I know, but then there's no questions about what happened. That man was under attack. He was under attack, and he should have been resisting. He was trying to find out what the hell was he being attacked about. What did I do? Why are y'all attacking me like this? This is what he was saying. He wasn't saying that he was under attack. That he was trying to re- he was trying to protect himself. He was under attack. They came there with blood in their eyes, and they didn't. You know, you know what they should have said. They gave him a. Uh, they should have stood back and gave him a command. Uh, get on the ground, sir. Put your hands behind your back. If you got any weapons, put them out on the floor. 
They do that all the time. But that was can, not can procedure what the they followed. Do you know the reason why they have, have altered the story of the person that's the shop owner? Do you know what nationality they are? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, they're, I do. They're Arabic. Mm-hmm. And so what they're trying to do is, and this man put it out himself. He put out his statement himself, and he's not only quoted, but I'm looking at, at his transcript. And he put out his statement himself. And uh, his, statement? He's, he's not, he said... Uh, he was worried that the video would be withheld if police realized the powerful images existed. He said that he was then taken to a police station for further questioning and officers. He said entered his store and seized the film from the security cameras despite his pleas, and that he wanted to accompany those those films. He said he was angered that the police entered the shop to take the surveillance footage and refused to let him observe them scour the property. But he said they were unaware that he had captured the incident on his iPhone and had been hiding it from them. He's really upset and heartbroken, and it really hurts him to try to stay strong for Alton. He wants to hold on. He said, as soon as I saw them tackle him to the ground, that's when I noticed it was escalating. So I grabbed my phone to record it as quickly as possible. I got the last scene of it where they shot him. I didn't expect it to escalate to that level. I was thinking, okay, he's on the ground. They're just going to put him in handcuffs. He said as the police blasted him in the chest, the first shots made the, made his own body shake, which is why his phone lens moved away for a few seconds from the shooting. He got scared. He shook and stepped back because he was so close. And he said after they got off of the guy, the police, came right away, and they put him in the car until 3 or 4 a.m. and took him to detective, op- to detective offices where he made a statement. They wanted to go inside the store to take the video. I said, I want to be inside my store, but they said no because they couldn't let anybody view the tape. New video footage has emerged showing the fatal police shooting of 37-year-old black man, Austin Sterling. The graphic footage shows Sterling being thrown to the ground by the cops, mm-hmm. And they named the cops, and they received a complaint about because they said they received a complaint about a man making threats with a gun while selling CDs. And the cops are seen yelling at him to get on the ground, but he does not before he is tackled by the officers. So he didn't have a chance to get down before he was tackled by the officers. He continues to move on the ground. The officers believed to be Lake reaches for his gun and then points it at the man and hits, hits his chest with five bullets. And it says, one of the officers there yells at Sterling, you, you ever move, and I swear to God. Less than two seconds later, the first shot is heard, followed by quickly by another, as the startled store owner turns the camera away from the gruesome scene. Three more shots are heard, and it couldn't end. So, yeah. That's flawless. Now, this is a close-up. This is not even in the dark. This is a close-up. Of that, the images. That's slaughter. See, what we're talking about is how now do we arrest that? So after all they do, all they uh, reporting and they go to court and then they, they find these fucking officers uh, innocent of any charges, what do we do then? That's my question. What we do then? They're going to find them innocent. 
Okay, well, wait, listen. What, what we, what do we then, do? Go home and have hamburgers. Let me tell you this. What we do then at that point, honestly. What do we do? You guys, we have to protect ourselves. We can't, you know, put it like this. Everybody's fight is our own fight. Everybody's but it shouldn't fight be that way. But it shouldn't we, be we that have, way. That's not how we fought. We're getting away from our culture and how we fought. It should not be one man for one man. It should be one man for all kinds, for all of us. Mm-hmm. It should not be one fight for yourself. Yeah. See, they are afraid of the young black male. And this is the They're reason why they're intimidated. They are afraid of them, but they create the, uh, their own fear. They create the fear by killing us and slaughtering us in the street. And so they're going to be retaliating and raising up. And for sure, that's going to happen at some point. But that is what they're afraid of. They're afraid that we will do that. And so that pushes them to act very irrationally and very aggressively to try to keep us bowed down. Well, that's not going to work because if you oppress people long enough, they will raise up. You know, all they're doing Absolutely. is they're just, but they're just doing it, but doing it in a different way. It's the same It's modern day slavery. It's modern day slavery. Bow your head down when you see a police. Put your hands behind your back and get on the ground. Uh huh. Nigga, it's modern day slavery. That's 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 what that is. The same picture in my mind with that brother Emmett Till is the same picture I get with this young man that they just slaughtered. It is the same picture. And it don't make me feel any better. It doesn't. And and what truly broke my heart is I went to rest, I laid my head to rest last night with this story fresh on my head. And I woke up this morning with another story that was adjacent, but different people and another side of the United States. And I find it hard to believe, I find it hard to believe that in Minnesota, those cops hadn't heard about the story prior to this young man. Look, that white officer that was that had his hand on his gun with that young black man in that car in Minnesota was truly, truly fearful for his life. Now, that is the same fear that they create for themselves about us. Are they fearful, are they fearful when the others carry and conceal no. their no. weapons? No, that, that's so the whole point. Us. Yes, that, that is, is the whole point. point. Exactly. They have created a fear within themselves about us, and they act upon that. And that fear is feeding, now it's feeding our fear that we are now becoming more fearful that they're just going to kill us anyway. Right. 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 So what do you do right. then? Do you run for your life? Do you fight for your life? What the hell do you do? You, uh, so that's what we are. That's what we are in, in America. There, Ken. Hit in the pockets. That's the only thing they understand is money. Stop buying at this store. Stop patronizing the store. I agree. Have to do I this. agree. Very smart. Because, see, I'm going to tell you something. Before we want to result to violence, you want to know why SWAT was developed? You guys know what SWAT is, right? S-W-A-T. Every town got a SWAT team. 
The first time SWAT was used was against the Black Panthers in the late 60s. There was no SWAT prior to the old Panthers. When the Panthers came out, they created a new thing in law called SWAT to take hey, you know, And they were just killing us at random. All I'm saying is, before we result to, like, violence or destruction, um, uh, 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 that got to be the last, last, last resort. You got him in the pockets. You got him in the pockets. Don't you know Macy's lost a lot of money uh, day after Christmas or Black Friday? Well, well, day after Thanksgiving. When was Black, when was Black Friday? I don't know the shop holidays. When is Black after Friday? After Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving. A lot of black folks did not shop at Macy's. That that is what we should call for right now. That's right. That's what I'm That's what we should call for right now. We should say until we get some, we should not patronize any any white store. Yeah. I want to know how we. There are no black grocery stores where we live. Then we need to start creating some of. You know, maybe we should. I don't know, man. Fever. You know, we gotta find black businesses. To to put to to get you know to to get it together you know what we got to do we have to do uh, just like they did for Black Friday you know do a week a week a protest for an entire week you know don't don't get your groceries from Walmart you I know have your black you know don't don't get your groceries pull out the economy you know don't don't buy don't buy the Jordans. <laughs> Don't buy the different things for a week. Let's just avoid giving them money. You know what? We could just target one store. We don't have to target every no, store. No, because we could target right, one store, right. make that's an right. impact on that store, and the other stores will get the message, yes, it is right. We no, have to stop. No, you got to eat. You, that's but if just, you stop that's at one picking, place. That's just, picking, that's just like picking on somebody. You want to do is, it. it you want to do it in a way. We have to figure <laughs> out it. We got to do our research and find a way. We can pull out of this economy at least for two days, forty-eight hours. Just, just do a blackout, and that's what we should call it—a forty-eight-hour blackout. Y'all, I hate to break this conversation up, but it's getting late. We got about five minutes left, so I do want to go over the last part of what we're talking about. And we created an organization called T-Speaker, the Superior Power in Black America. It is about the betterment of self. How do we better ourselves? Well, we first take control of our economics. We take control of our spending, and we start spending, putting money in a foundation that returns money back to us. If you're spending $1.1 trillion, y'all, and you're only 42 million people, you are already living in the 1% or the 13% rank, yet you're not benefiting from that rank. And there's a reason why, because your money is being funneled to the top, and it should be supporting you. Only way to get there is to govern where you spend, how you spend, and create a mechanism that will bring your spending back to your home. Put it back on your own table and stop buying everybody else Cadillacs and Mercedes and, and, and Teslas and all of those type of cars. Buy yourself that stuff. And the only way to do that is to funnel some of the money that you're spending, $1.1 trillion, 
back to your own community. And we got a plan for that. All you got to do is go to our website, www.tspiba.com. Join that movement. We're trying to reach 10 million black members to pool our resources together and create the fastest growing financial organization America has ever known. We will capture our own wealth, and we then can redistribute that back to the people that produced it, ourselves. Now, if you can't get that message, if nobody understands that, then continue to live like that. But guess what? Here's the big question. What happens when your $1.1 trillion become $1.3 trillion or $1.4 trillion? Will you still not be benefiting from that money because you have a program that will get the money back to you? That's the point. It's going up, y'all. It's not coming down. We're not spending less. We're spending more. And everybody else is getting wealthy and becoming very wealthy on our backs just as they have done for the last 400 years. We need to be smarter. That's the show for tonight, y'all. Sorry about the attitude. Monique, can you finish off for me? Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us. We thank the Queen Mother for Real Platform and our production staff for being here with us and providing us with this platform. We'd like for you to join us at www.tspeba.com. We'd like for you to also join us at Life with Landau on blogspot.com. You can read our book, The Superior Power in Black America, uh, at least 58 pages of it on Google if you want to preview it. You can go to Google Books and read that. You can also go to lulu.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon and order your book today. Um, Again, we say when great things happen, when great things happen, when great minds converge. Hey, guys, also check out uh, Daryl. He's on Twitter. He's at Landau Smooth, at Landau Smooth. Make sure you tweet with him. You know, get the conversation started. I'm actually on my Facebook right now, and I'm calling for a 48-hour blackout. Keep black money out for businesses that are not black businesses this Friday and Saturday. I know a lot of people won't do it, but let's just see if they will. The only way to get it started is to start the conversation, baby. Go ahead. We're going to start this conversation and see what we can do to let people know that we do matter, and it's not just our lives. Our money matters. Get on Facebook. It's $1.1 trillion, baby. Let me explain something to you. You pull $1.1 trillion out of the American economy, and people's head will roll. They will raise their head up, and they will say, wait a minute. Black lives matter, y'all. They really do matter. Look. It is what they understand. I agree with Kenneth.